0: Hey, this is Jim. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I've got an episode today with a young man who's still in college working full-time on his degree. He's got another job that he's working as well, but he squeezes in 10 or 15 hours a week on his Amazon business. And he recently had a $10,000 month in sales. About $4,000 of that went into the bank and his numbers are ramping up very rapidly he's a student of the replens model that we talk about so much around here and he's going to describe how he finds profitable products what products he sells and get this he's still gated which means he can't sell in the vast majority of categories on amazon but he's still finding incredible products consistently five new products he's testing every week and the vast majority of them turn out to be winners and like i said He's putting about $10,000 in sales consistently at this point. He just started, it, see, we're in March now as I'm recording this of 2021. He started just a little over four months ago and he's ramped up very quickly. He shared a post in our Facebook group, which is free and you can join at silentgym.com. He talked about his first $10,000 month in February of 2021 and he became quite the celebrity as people were asking him questions. And so he said, hey, Let's just get him on the show to share his story. And he he willingly agreed. Uh, A couple other notes from his story that I think you're going to enjoy. He is planning to do this business from the UK where he hopes to play professional volleyball. So he's going to continue building his business while he's out of the country. That's pretty cool. We're getting him set up and we talk through strategies on how he could do that. Because remember, it doesn't matter where you live in the world, you can build an Amazon product business. We talk about it all the time. You don't have to be the one touching the boxes and the tape and doing the shopping, and the prepping. You can hire all that out. You just need to understand the process. He also talks about how he got started. And one of the things that got him interested early on was the fact that he went to a clearance aisle and found a really great product. And he sold a lot of it. But he realized very quickly that going to retail stores and finding clearance items is not a sustainable business model. That's when he got into our RePlims strategy which is part of the Proven Amazon course. ProvenAmazonCourse.com. It's the only link you'll need. The full replin's course is a module in there. And he studied that module, started applying it, built a business very rapidly in his spare time. And I think you're gonna be very impressed with what he's been able to achieve. We dive off into several unique strategies that you haven't heard on this show before. It was a great conversation with him. And I think you're gonna really enjoy, I love that we've got every socioeconomic demographic that you can imagine on this show people all over the world at different ages different educational backgrounds different life experiences but they're building great businesses on Amazon and i hope today's episode encourages you and informs you no matter where you're at in your business building journey i think today's show is going to to spur you forward so god bless you business building warrior i'm going to click a couple buttons here and we're going to get andrew on the screen with me so, Andrew, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Great to have you here, buddy. I want to jump right awesome. into your story, man. Let's dive in.
1: Yeah. So um, I started selling on Amazon, I think it was April of uh, last year. Um, actually, I follow a couple of people on Twitter for investing and day trading and stuff like that on Twitter. So, And there was one dude that was selling on Amazon, actually. So And he made a group on Discord. So I joined that and that kind of got me into the whole realm. I actually, it was in between me ending my semester of my third year last year. So that would have ended halfway through April. And then I didn't start my internship for uh, my business program for supply chain until halfway through May. So I had about a month gap where I wasn't really doing much. That was in the middle of the COVID lockdowns in Canada and stuff like that. So kind of wanted to find uh, another source of income in that area. So I started to do Amazon. My second month, actually, I had found a product that was the number one seller in its category, and it was all merchant fulfilled. So I ended up doing 14K in my second month, which was kind of accelerated my my learning in Amazon. I was kind of pushed to, you know, figure out how to do merchant fulfill orders, deal with returns and stuff like that. But then after that product, it was a super seasonal product. So after the sales kind of winded down and stuff like that, I had some scaling issues and didn't really, I knew that you could find products. I just didn't know the best way to do it. You know, I was going into Walmart's coming out empty handed because all I knew was finding clearance products and products like that. And my girlfriend actually lives about like 50 minutes away. So I listened to a lot of your guys' podcasts and heard that you guys are talking about replens. So fast forward maybe I don't know, I started in November. I decided to buy the replens course and my first shipment was halfway through November of 2020. Um, things started rolling in December, January, and, uh, by February I was, I did 10 uh, K.
0: So that's last month, last full yeah. month, Yeah, 10 K and you jumped in. So November, December, January, February, your fourth month, you're hitting about 10 K in sales, learning the replants model. Mm-hmm. How are you sourcing
1: now? So I do most of my sourcing online. And then I will find products. I'll go pick up the products in store. I have probably about four or five Walmarts and you know Canadian tires and in uh, Canada, just around my area. So I'll do yeah most of my online sourcing. And then if it's available in store, I'll go pick those products up.
0: Gotcha. Are you doing most of your own shopping? Your one-man team still?
1: Yeah. One-man team. I only work on this about, I'd say about 15 hours a week. I'm still Full time in school. I've got four classes left until I graduate, so I don't have a ton of time. But I feel like I've super efficient in what I do and how I do things, and I think that's kind of brought me to where I am today with uh, with Amazon FBA. That's
0: fantastic. So it's that 10k you sold in February. Give me some. Break it down for me. ROI, margin. Yeah. What you put in the bank.
1: So I ended up profit at the end of everything around $4,200. That's fantastic. Um, my my ROI is, I just actually recalculated it before we got into the podcast. I'm sitting at 135%. That's so, beautiful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dollar in, a buck 30 out, man. That's yeah. beautiful. I love yeah. it. So you're doing a really good job keeping those numbers high to sell 10K, Thanks. put 4K in the bank. But that's definitely possible with the Replins model. What yeah, categories 100%. do you like?
1: I'm actually not ungated in, in anything yet. So most of the products and categories that I spend most of my money in and sell most of my products in are home and kitchen, health and personal. I sell like a lot of like cleaning products and stuff like that. Um, and then pet as well. My, my March goals are actually to get ungated in grocery and topicals. So I'm spending a little bit of my time figuring out the ins and outs of how to do that. Because I know that's just going to open up the gates for a lot more products and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. And it's not hard, especially with the numbers you're putting up. You're going to breeze right through that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. So how do you find new products?
1: Just like the Replens course, I'll look for bundles. And then the way I do the majority of my sourcing is every week I'll find the products that I'm already selling that I want to replenish. and then. Based on the week, I try and find anywhere between five and ten different products that I want to add on to those shipments as testers. So I've found that that way I'm able to replenish all the products that I know are selling and have history selling, and then I can also add my tester products in with that, and that kind of brings you know new products to the table for my sales. But I'm also you know slowly growing my business as still replenishing the products that I already sure. have and know that sell.
0: So you're testing around 5 new replens a week, sounds like,
1: yep. right? Yeah.
0: How many of those turn out to be winners? And what I, criteria are you using to determine if you're willing to test it or not?
1: Yeah, so I'd say about I wouldn't say 100% of the products that I test are get into my, you know, like quality products, but I try and get around like 4 or 5 and then If it sells between 10 times a month, I'll keep it on. You know, I always take into consideration how many sellers there are, what kind of competition, stuff like that, how many ticks. Um, I'm actually not even using Keepa right now. I'm using the free version of Helium 10, and that's something that I want to get in the future. But uh, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Well, I think, wow, you're doing it without Keepa. That's phenomenal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think Keepa would really open your eyes to... uh, I mean, it's I only agree. what is it? Seventeen bucks a month? It would yeah. it would set fire to this whole thing. But I love that you don't even have to have Keepa to do this. I mean, the stuff jumps off the page at you sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah. You're like, and, well, uh, okay, that shouldn't be forty dollars. Surely, <laughs> people people are paying forty bucks for that. I th- I know I can go find that for ten dollars somewhere. Yeah, this stuff just I, jumps off the page at you.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I've kind of started to understand the data that Helium 10 offers me and kind of figuring out ways to like, I know Keepa gives you uh, lines for how many sellers and stuff like that. And I've kind of figured out ways with Helium 10 based on the data given to understand uh, those certain aspects that are missing. Like if the price is slowly ticking down in in the 90 day graph or whatever, I know that Sales are most likely increasing, competitions increasing, and kind of different aspects like that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And when you said at least 10 sales per month, are you talking about for you or overall for everyone?
1: Uh, Usually for me. I like to, when I add a product into my, like out of my testing phase and into my actual inventory, I kind of focus on, I know you said how 80% of your, or 20% of your inventory. Adds to 80% of your sales. And I've kind of built off that and focused on products that are selling really well and investing more of my time in those products rather than the small winners and stuff the nickel like that. And dime. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's
0: a, that's a good strategy. But that 80 that 20 rule will hold true no matter how much you try to protect yourself from it. It'll always hold true. The Pareto yeah. principle, right? Mm-hmm. 20% of your products are going to produce 80% of your results. I uh, just keep going out there and finding those winners. Mm. Okay. So how many products are you selling? How many different ASINs are you on?
1: So right now, I have about 40 active products or listings in my inventory right now. I think I have about 25 to 30 products on my winners list for my replens. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to grow that, obviously, to grow my business. But yeah, it's not a ton. I'm not <laughs> not... Super amazing! I don't have like two hundred or something like that, or no, two fifty. But, but
0: I love, I love this story. You know, you're in a demographic that we don't hear from all that often. Mm-hmm. A college student with few extra hours a week because you're going full time, going hard. Do you have any other jobs?
1: Uh, yeah. So in the summer, uh, requirement for my degree was to have an internship. So going out of my third year into my fourth year, I had an internship. And I kind of did all my Amazon stuff during that time. And now I'm just working one day a week with them um, okay. and then full-time school. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And then okay. I also play volleyball for my college, um, really? on the college team. That's so, cool.
0: So are you a tall guy or are you a setter?
1: <laughs> no, I'm actually a libero. So I, I'm six feet, but a libero doesn't require super tall.
0: I don't know the sport real well.
1: Yeah. Uh, But uh, Uh, essentially it's just like a libero is what's a defensive specialist. So I got you. So you don't exactly need the hard serves. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I got you. Okay. But yeah, just like moving forward with my business, I am actually looking to play pro in Europe next year. Wow. So figuring out how to move and grow my business overseas and still continuing it is something that I definitely want to do and look into.
0: Well, just to to give you some, uh, some positive encouragement in that direction, I interviewed a guy just yesterday. His podcast will probably come out around the same time as yours. Mm-hmm. He lives in the UK. He's from the US. Yeah. Lives in the UK, never touches or sees his product. Business is rocking.
1: Right.
0: Hmm, It's a US based Amazon (laughs) FBA business. He's just got someone else doing the, you know, touching the box tape basically.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that actually. I think one of the things I've been trying to do is grow my Amazon inventory to a point where I can be able to do that exact same thing and kind of be a little bit more hands-off while still, you know, utilizing a prep center. Yeah. And other services like that.
0: I'd encourage you, the position you're in, with the decision point you'll make when you bring that first person on is, who do I, do I bring on someone to do the stuff I don't want to do? Mm-hmm. Or do I bring someone on to generate revenue? And yeah. I would strongly encourage you bring someone on to generate revenue, meaning they're out there finding new products. They're the one finding those five to 10 new replins a week. It could even be a virtual exactly. assistant, right? Somebody yeah. you're paying five or seven bucks in the Philippines, bring them in, get them trained up, mm-hmm. show them the course, show them what you do, teach them. You know, they don't have to be an Amazon specialist. I would actually almost be in favor of not having an Amazon specialist come in who's working for 50 other sellers. And you're thinking, are they sharing my stuff with other people?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know,
0: bring them in, train them. It's not rocket science. Yeah, exactly. Get them generating income. Use that extra revenue then. Yeah. Start getting rid of this stuff. So eventually you want to be doing the stuff that only you can do. And that's a pretty short list in this business. Mm-hmm. every piece of it can be done by someone else. And you're yep. well on your way, man. So you can go play volleyball in Europe, have a good time. I'm sure you're not going to like get rich playing volleyball pro in Europe, but <laughs> yeah, you can have this business backing you up and enjoy these years, enjoy this time that you have, man. And, and yeah, I know exactly. any, any athlete at that level, I have great respect for, man. I was, Thank you. I would, I never had a shot at pro anything, but I was a pretty serious basketball player in my day. still play quite mm-hmm. a bit, actually. Uh did some traveling at that age and just, it was, it was a fantastic experience to get to play basketball in Russia. And Brings back good memories for me, man. To, yeah, to exactly. This, this I,
1: don't, I don't think it's an opportunity that I want to you know, let slip by. Um, you don't. But I do have great passion for what I'm doing with Amazon. And I don't want to you know, ignore the opportunities that come to me.
0: A hundred percent, man. I'm, I'm telling you, you can do both. A hundred percent. And that doesn't have to be your only income, the Amazon thing, I mean, whatever mm-hmm. else you got going on too. But the Amazon thing can be at the point where you pay attention to it. Um, you know, you've got your business in your pocket, but you got people taking care of things for you and it's still very profitable. Exactly. So yeah, no problem, man. You've got the tiger by the tail. Enjoy that time, man. I'm looking forward to, if you hit any challenges, please do let me know. I'm here to help you. Thank you. Awesome. appreciate it. Well, I had forgotten you were in Canada. So, yeah. are you selling in Canada? Or are you selling in the US or?
1: Yeah. So, I'm currently in <sighs> Calgary, which is in the province of Alberta, and I'm selling on the Canadian marketplace as well. So, nothing in the US? Nope. Wow. Okay.
0: So, that's going to be a huge opportunity for you there, too. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy transition. And everything that I said about being in overseas and selling into Canada, just all the same, you know, Canada, US. Yeah. But people who live here sell in the UK market. You know, you it doesn't matter where you live ultimately, especially once you've got that momentum of, you know, you've made you've had a ten thousand dollar sales month. There's really nothing that you can't do at this point. Mm -hmm. The doors are wide open. So that's exciting, man. I love it. And I love that you're not even ungated in in some of the big (laughs) categories because we hear that excuse quite a bit from people. It's like, well, I'm gated. I keep finding stuff I'm gated in.
1: Make note of it.
0: Get ungated. (laughs) Come back to it and sell it later, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I have a list of different products that I've stumbled upon in my searches that I am gated in, but are still profitable. So I think once I'm ungated in these areas, it's going to grow my business pretty quick because it I've will. got all these different ASINs waiting. That's right. That's right. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things I heard a lot of people say and you say is, you know, don't worry about when you're starting out, get ungated in all these different categories. There's still so much opportunity in these open categories. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to go dive deep into these categories that I can already sell and, you know, worry about the ungating later. And I think, you know, the time has come where I want to figure, you know, what to do, get ungated in all these products. And I think that's just going to only business is only going to go up from there.
0: And it's working. It's Mm -hmm. working. Wow, that's incredible. i'm just I'm remembering back a little bit my college days. I was working three or four part-time jobs, which paid. I won't even tell you how much because it'll tell you how old I am, but I mean it was it was ridiculous per hour, It just tedious stuff. Mm. man I wish something like this had been available at that point <laughs> in time. I sure would have taken advantage of it. So congratulations to you, man, for for jumping in and you've got something pretty special here that can support a lifestyle that gives you options. You know, you're, not, you're not one of these guys that's going to graduate and be desperate for income, take any offer I can find. You can be able to take your time, look around, see if it fits. Yeah. You're going to be able to fit this Amazon income in the cracks of whatever else you're doing in your life. And arguably, it'll be a more stable, consistent income and larger yeah, exactly. than whatever else it is you are doing. So mm-hmm. you're, all, you're building something pretty special here. And it opens up all kinds of other doors too. Andrew, one of the things that you're going to discover is if you're succeeding Anything. And maybe you've already picked up on this, but there's plenty of people are going to say, Hey, you know what's going on there? I see, I see you're succeeding there. Tell me about that. That opens up doors, whether it's on our team or off doing your own thing or, you know, just to succeed in business gets you some positive attention. There's lots of cool things that can come from that too.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I also wanted to talk about too is on the My Silent Team Facebook page. I posted my 10K month and I got amazing private messages and comments. So many people just new people that were inspired and, you know, asking me a ton of questions. Um, I actually went through all the comments and, you know, replied to them because I know that, you know, at one and when I started out doing Amazon, I was asking the same questions they were. So, you know, I just went through, replied to all of them. I actually had probably 30 different messages, like private messages. And I had about three or four calls with couple Canadians and just, you know, other people that were inspired and, you know, hopped on calls with them and just talk things out. So it was super inspiring Canadian. to see that. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing.
0: It's phenomenal. You know, I was, I was asked by, uh, someone who works at Amazon who shall remain not anonymous. Uh, and one of the, the observations they made and they said, please, this is off the record you know, don't ever tie my name to what I'm about to say. <laughs> <But> they <laughs> said, how in the world have you guys created such a positive atmosphere among Amazon sellers? He said, the Amazon discussion forums that they run, amazon.com's own discussion forum, they're they're a disaster zone. And yeah. you just complaining and moaning and groaning and this will never work and this is a terrible and Amazon, I hate you because of X, Y, and Z. And it's, it's just awful. But we've got a culture that you just identified of you know, you're not among competitors. That's one of our grand yeah. rules. You're just you're not among competitors. You're among fellow business building warriors. Let's figure this out. There's so much opportunity here. If you hit a brick wall, okay, let's figure out, can you go under it? Can you go around it? Can you go through it? What's What are your options here? There's always a way forward. There's always multiple ways forward. That's one of our mottos too. And so just to see this community come around, support a young guy who's building a great business and you're there spending some time with those people who have questions and helping them boost forward. I mean, that's just the way it's supposed to be. So, and when I hear things like that, I'm just so proud of this community and the kind of people that we've been able to attract in, and the the culture that's been built. So, thanks for supporting that.
1: Yeah, and you know that was one of the reasons why I ended up buying the Replen's course over, you know, other courses is just that so genuine, and people in the space are just so compassionate. And you know, you see all these like big Amazon FBA uh, advertisements on YouTube and stuff like that, but then you know i stumbled across your podcast and it's just super genuine compared to the other ones and you can just blatantly tell that there's a massive difference between your guys' courses and you know all the other competitors so yeah. it's very well, evident to see
0: it's you know it, i i think you you've pointed out something and you know i'm i'm getting old enough that i can say i've i've obtained some wisdom in this in this arena of teaching e-commerce, I've been doing this over 20 years. Yeah. One of the things I've observed is just simply ask how long they've been doing, what it is they're talking about. And if it's less than two or three years, let it go in one ear and out the other. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to the people who've been in the game five, seven, 10 years, way before you pay attention to anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, there's just lessons that come with time and you can't learn it any other way. And And the fact that we have, you know, if you look at the average age of the leadership team that we have, you know, I don't want to call us old, but we got people who've been doing business a long time in some cases, you know, older than me. I'm I'm in my early 50s. We got people older than me that are doing this. And, you know, there's a wisdom that comes with age and time spent doing things. And we've discovered all the wrong ways to do this. So there's actually some value in that. And yeah, I think exactly. that's kind of some of what you're picking up on is... You know, anyone can put together a flashy sales page with stacks of cash and nice cars and lasers with too little clothes on and sell a course. But can you do this for 10 years and can you actually teach other people how to do it? And if you got a long list of success stories, now I'm gonna to listen to that guy instead. And that's what we've got. It it took us, you know, 15, 18 years to get here, but here we are with that credibility. Because we've been doing yeah. it a while. So I'm just, what I'm basically doing right now, Andrews, I'm just saying, hey, people who are out there kind of bouncing around, listen to that guru, that guru, that exciting YouTube channel. How long have they been doing it? How many success stories do they have? Ask ask some basic questions before you buy into the hype. So exactly. I appreciate you pointing that out, man. Yeah, no worries. Cool. Well, what else is on your mind? This has been a, a great episode. You're very matter of fact, very right to the point. But uh, one of the things that always happens with these episodes is people come back and like, well, okay, he can do it. I think I can too. Have we left anything off the table of encouraging people that, hey, they could jump out and do this? What tips might you have?
1: I think one of the things that I wanted to point out too is sourcing strategies and finding... You know, I know you always say going down the rabbit hole and when you're looking for products, I've found that to be extremely successful. When I add a product into my out of my test phase and onto my actual replens list, one of the things that I'll do is search up that product or that brand that the, the product is and kind of go down all the listings, look for different product variations, you know, one packs, two packs, and then also other products that the company is selling to. I found that extremely successful just because, you know, you know that this Brand is selling well, that specific product is selling well. And you can assume that all these other different variations and different brand or different products are selling well as well. Yeah.
0: I mean, you can just research right on Amazon.com, not even be logged in and find all kinds yeah. of stuff laying around, can't
1: you? Exactly. That's what exactly what I do.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a great tip. It's, it really isn't rocket science. It really isn't.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what
0: are your goals for this year? Do you have some numbers in mind?
1: Yeah, I think getting consistently 20K in the, you know, with the amount of time that I have right now and where I want to be in the future, I think 20K a month would right. be a, a pretty awesome with, goal. At your
0: ROI? Yeah. That's more money in the bank than pretty much any job offer you're going to get coming out of college, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I don't know what, what your degree is even in. What are you studying?
1: Uh, supply chain. Oh, okay. So gotcha. yeah, business degree that. majoring in supply chain. So yeah, I mean, it definitely has something to do with inventory management and stuff like that, which definitely helps my Amazon business. But uh, yeah, it's nice to kind of commingle the two and yeah, work together.
0: Well, I have a I have a feeling you're one of these guys who might be coming coming to me about a year from now, going, "Hey, there's ways we can improve things around here." I, <laughs> I, I know a little bit about supply chain. I know a little bit how inventory moves through the through a system. Uh, so teach yeah. us something man is if you see little gaps and this goes for all the listeners and viewers too all, all of our students this is a this is a community of leaders you know some communities are built around a central core personality that everybody kind of sits and waits for them to speak this isn't that this mm-hmm. is a community of leaders of people who are building businesses and when we come up with a better idea we we throw it to the throw it to the front throw it in the spotlight and we all learn together um, because if this was about my ideas, we ran out of good content years ago. <laughs> but guys like you come along, they got a fresh perspective. You know, they're doing life a little differently. They're a different age demographic. You know, they're, you're know, using different resources and websites that maybe we aren't using. Hey, if you got a way to improve things around here, man, speak up. That goes for you, Andrew, and, and for the listeners too. That That's how we do things around here. So yeah. plenty of room in the spotlight around here.
1: And I think, well, I don't know if other people do this, but one of the things that I've kind of discovered with sending in inventory is, especially when I was first starting out sending in replenish shipments is I'd find a product that was super profitable and selling really well. And then by the time it was sold out, you know, you're missing out on sales. By the time you go to the Walmart and pick up this item, there's about like a week and a half that your products like being shipped and sent out. So I'll kind of figure out my inventory turnover and depending on which product to figure out how much inventory to have on hand. Because when your inventory is out of stock, you're not making any money. And I think that was one of the key factors of my 10K month is in January, I found you know a bunch of products that were selling super well, but my inventory management wasn't great. So by the time I figured out item was out of stock, it was about a week and a half for me To pick it up. And by the time it got checked in in the Amazon fulfillment centers, it was about a week and a half. So, you know, that's a week and a half that you're missing out on sales. Um, I identified that in January and I said, okay, I'm going to figure out, you know, my sales volumes for different ASINs. And I'm just going to make sure that every single product I have is in stock at all times or close to. And I think that was the turning point between my January and my February month. Makes um, sense. Which, You're not letting your, your best sellers hit zero. Exactly.
0: Right? That, and that's one of the challenges. I've talked to some of the uh, the bigger Replins sellers, and the best number I've heard so far is 70% in regards mm-hmm. to what percentage of the ASINs that you wish you had in stock right now are actually in stock right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. 70% I mean,
0: uh, is, is about as good as I've heard. Because yeah. you'll just... All of a sudden, one day you'll be the man on some listing and it's like, brrr, all 40 units just sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, we're yeah, sitting exactly. at zero now. It's hard to avoid, right? Hard yeah. to avoid that zero. But how? Do, I'm curious, without diving off into the, the nerd weeds too far here, but you know, there's plenty of listeners who are going to be interested. How do you determine when it's time to go buy more? Like, What, what are you relying on?
1: Yeah. So I'll look at my sales history for an ASIN for the past 30 days. And then I'll also look at starting out, I'll look at the amount of sellers that are on that specific listing and compare it with the sales rank drops just to get an idea of you know how many sales I'm gonna get that month. And then you compare that afterwards with your sales in the last 30 days, and then how many new sellers have been added onto that listing as well. And then I'll kind of gauge how much I need to buy based on that sort that of data. That makes sense. So you're doing a bit of forecasting. Yeah, exactly. If, if
0: Keepa or Helium 10, you know, they're using the same drop. I think Helium 10, I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I think they're using Keepa data in their tool because it's, to, to my knowledge, Keepa is the only one that counts rank drops on, across all the ASINs. And I think Helium 10 incorporates that in, but regardless, whatever tool you're yeah. using, you see, okay, this thing's supposed to sell about hundred units a month. There's 10 sellers on one of them so i'm expecting about 10 sales a month for myself yeah
1: exactly and then i'll also take into consideration the competitive offers too i mean i won't really consider fbm sellers um I don't so if, yeah <laughs> so if there's an fba fba offers within a competitive price you know depending on the price of the item usually around like 5 to 10% within mm-hmm. the range of the lowest price i'll consider that a competitive seller right. and then divide the the sales for the month by the amount of competitive sellers.
0: So, are you doing a lot of this manually?
1: Yeah, a lot of it manually.
0: Sure. Are you a spreadsheet geek yet?
1: Uh yes, I am a spreadsheet geek. As I think that's I. the that's the supply chain degree coming into the Amazon world, right there. We will there. have <laughs>
0: to spend some time. I am a a V lookup nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got formulas on formulas on our spreadsheets and all stuff yeah. that I plan to sell to to share with the community, openly in the Replen community. I hope and just give it away there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because we can all kind of improve on the same same concepts. But one of the things I've been working hard on is as the inventory comes in, I've got five shoppers and they're they're filling the shelves and we're filling our inventory list, and automatically the spreadsheet's smart enough to say, okay, we got we got enough for three six packs now. Like boom, time to send it in. And this bundle's good to go. we have been waiting on this one component. It's here now. Boom! So we're good to go on this bundle. Yeah. Quantity one of this bundle. Uh, so spreadsheets can take a lot of that work and, and do it for you. But you got to kind of be a bit of a nerd or no a nerd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did take I took a couple Excel classes throughout my my years of business school. So I think I got a slight advantage starting yeah. out with that kind of background information to help right. me with Amazon.
0: Right. But in, in our community, there's all kinds of people. You know, the Replen dashboard is one of the tools that's in our Replen community. It kind of does some of that for you, it kind of predicts, mm-hmm. hey, here's how much you should probably go grab based on what's happening and what we're seeing. Uh, and we're looking to improve that product all the time, too. But yeah, yeah that's uh, that's the game. You know, find stuff that's selling at a steady clip and then don't let it hit zero. But on the yeah. other hand, you think, well, I'll just go buy 100 of it. Well, no, you don't want to do that because someone else is going to come along, buy 500 of it. The manufacturer is going to, slice the price in half and now you're sitting there with hundred units that you got to sell at a loss. So you don't ever want to have too much. It's a whole just in time, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. That's how we want to handle our inventory. That's how we want to handle our education too, uh, in, in this arena, just in time information, not just exactly.
1: I think at the amount of ASINs I have right now, it's been pretty attainable to figure out those numbers and keep everything uh in order. But I can see when you get to 100, 200, 300 different ASINs, it can get. <laughs> pretty can hectic. A little tedious, but yeah.
0: Again, something to keep in mind. You film yourself doing what you do, and that's your training material for your virtual assistant. Hand it over to them. Let them do it. Exactly. So while you're sleeping, they're three to eight a.m. You know whatever time they're at working it. You wake up and it's all done. Stuff that you were going to do, it's exactly. all done. And uh, those assistants are out there easily found. We've got more resources coming soon on those topics too. We're working with some experts in that arena, but there's plenty of virtual assistant websites out there. Just a matter of finding one good person that can complete completely change mm-hmm. your business. Well, anything else you want to cover before we before we jump off of here?
1: I think one of the things that I wanted to talk about too was just efficiencies. I know that a lot of people were a little they were a little surprised by that. I spend so little time on my Amazon business just because I'm super busy and kind of streamlining the process. I think- yeah,
0: let's dive into it.
1: I just, I know that people are super busy, you know, with other jobs and school, if people are the same age as me and other responsibilities. I think adopting that process of consistently replenishing your inventory as well as adding, you know, whatever a comfortable amount of ASINs to test is every week. For me, it's five. But I think that allows you to slowly grow your Amazon business at a comfortable pace that whatever whatever hours you have within the week, whether it's you need to find five or you're able to find 10 in a week, replenishing your already in-stock inventory with products that you know already sell with new tested inventory just allows you to grow that business slowly, but consistently. And I think that's been one of the key factors in me being able to grow my business.
0: Oh, for sure. Slow and steady beats, rapid, huge results. You know, anything that can be built fast can collapse fast. And one of the things I love about the Replans model is it's a a slow burn. Now we do have people, we had them on this podcast episode that found a hundred Replans in a weekend. Yeah. And half of them are still selling a year later that's awesome. That's a period of intense focused effort. That's not sustainable. You're not going to go out and do that every day, every weekend. Mm -hmm. So you can really do some big things fast in this business. But there's a stability that comes with just a slow and steady climb, watching your numbers as you go, not getting emotionally attached to any of your products because if it's not a good ASIN anymore, you don't sell it anymore. You move on. Yeah. You stop being excited about it when the numbers tell you to stop being excited about it. it has nothing to do with, but I really like that product. Nobody <laughs> cares. <laughs> yeah. It's a number on a spreadsheet, right? Exactly. And if and you was, stay focused in that way, you, you can build something truly special. I mean, you're on your way to some 50, 70, $80,000 months with about the same amount of effort that you're putting in right now mm-hmm. with a team of you know, two or three people.
1: Exactly. And that was one of the things that happened when I first started, I was selling on Amazon is I got that 14K k month. And, you know, I learned a lot from that and it was awesome. But if you were to look at my sales for the two or three months after that, you know, that's all I knew is I found one product and it was selling super well. And I obviously was going to take advantage of that opportunity. Sure. But, you know, the next couple months, all I knew was looking for clearance products. And right doing that aspect of the business, it's like I'd go into Walmarts and just come out empty-handed. It's like, what am I doing yeah, wrong that's here? That's very was, discouraging. What am was, I doing with my life? Yeah, I just exactly. three hours in a
0: Walmart and I came out with <laughs> nothing except, you know, a couple things from the grocery aisle that I needed.
1: Yeah. And it was, that, that was super frustrating for me. I think thankfully to start off with Amazon, I had a really good month with that seasonal product. So that kind of... Sure pushed me to, you know, keep going. I know, I'm like, I know this is possible. I know there's mm-hmm. products out there. And, you know, that's where I found my scaling issues. I finally found replants. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. And the same story could be told, you know, there's people who, who stumbled across a great private label mm-hmm. opportunity. They, they have a $14,000 a month and they sell their own product but very quickly a competitor comes in and can make it for less money. They ordered 10,000 units where you only ordered 500. So now they're selling it for half of what you're selling it for. And yeah. You're stuck. So that one hit wonder thats you just don't want to be there. You know, if you're a band, because I don't know why this analogy just popped in my head. I don't <laughs> want to be that band that had one hit song. Yeah. You know, and kind of tried to ride that wave the rest of my life. Like that's not stable. You know, you that's, know that's gut-wrenching stuff. That's like, man, hold on by the skin of your teeth, I hope this works out. I want to be that band that never hits the top 20. We've got 300 songs in the top 100, you know? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, not everyone I, knows who we are, but we're we're steady, we're there, we're stable. I want to be the Bee Gees, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I there's always like nothing wrong with private label, but I think that amount the amount of effort that you put in to have that one product kind of gets you in the mindset of being married to your inventory. And that's one of the things that you obviously don't want to do. So I think that the Replens model allows you to have like less of an emotional attachment to the, yes. the product you're you're selling. And it, for me, at least, has allowed me to get more sales because yeah, of that. Yeah,
0: that's great. You kind of set me up for a tip I want to give all the listeners. and you And I've kind of beat this drum many, many times on this podcast. But if the expert you're listening to about how to succeed on Amazon is telling you to start in a niche that you're passionate about, run, <laughs> run It's such a terrible place to start. Yeah. Nobody cares what you're passionate about. Exactly. Nobody. You and know, that's, it, just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't give you any distinct advantage.
1: Yeah. Get especially for
0: selling customers, things that they want to buy.
1: A hundred percent. That was one of the things that I, that a lot of new people I think do, and I'm guilty for it too, is Oh, what am I interested in? Oh, I'm interested in sports. I'm interested in this. I'm going to go into these aisles and start looking for stuff. But that's probably one of the areas where I found the least amount of success. You know, it's areas that I'm not interested in. Mm -hmm. And I found, you know, great replens from areas like that. Yeah. It reminds me of the advice we give
0: booksellers. And we're not in, anywhere near as excited about selling books on Amazon. I don't want to give anyone that impression as we used to be. It used to be a mm-hmm. pretty incredible opportunity, but now the storage fees and the size and the weight, and let alone you know the, the smell of used books is something that i just <laughs> never been able to get real happy about. But we tell them when you pick up a title and you look at it and you think to yourself, who in their right mind would ever be interested in this subject? that's a winner. <laughs> uh, exactly. Not the popular authors everyone's heard of. But you know in the replays, it kind of goes that you know you look at what we're selling and like if we opened up a store on the corner, you know, down the street and said, "Hey, here's the items we sell." And it was our list of ASINs that we sell on Amazon. Nobody would ever set foot in that store. It's like <laughs> a can of jelly, a six-pack of dish soap. It's like, you know, this random stuff. Like who would ever use that little light socket kind of thing? Like, yeah. You know, and it's just completely random. But we're finding these profitable items and we're selling them all day, every day at a great exactly place.
1: Stuff that yeah. none of us
0: even have on our own houses.
1: <laughs> I've nice even business. sent people my... A link to my store to show them what I sell, like just friends that are interested and mm-hmm. um, people that are asking, and they're just like, "What are you? What What's are you the selling? theme here?" <laughs> yeah, profit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. Uh,
0: but it's it's great hanging out with you, man. I have a feeling we're going to be hearing more from you as well as you develop out. Uh, it's good to have always good to have more spreadsheet geeks in the crowd because exactly um, you can work some magic there help us make really good decisions as you iron out some of those wrinkles in the system and keep us in the loop all right and have fun bump set spike right that's all I remember (laughs) from my volleyball days bump set spike Uh, kill it over in Europe man (laughs) so you can have a great time thank you yeah all right and to the listeners have hung out with us today hope you gained some valuable information and tips hanging out with Andrew today just a, a sharp young dude that's you know putting several thousand dollars a month in the bank and part-time and on his way to some big stuff around here. And I just love his heart. I hope you enjoyed hanging out with us today. But uh, as always, you know that we're in your corner, Business Building Warriors. I'm praying for you. I want you to succeed. We're a team. You're not among competitors here. You're among people who want you to succeed here. So jump into our Facebook group if you're not in there yet. Silentgym.com has the links that you need to subscribe to our podcast, get into our free Facebook group, those sorts of things. Drop us a line if you want to. Maybe tell us your story. Tell us uh, that you want to be on the podcast. We'd love to have you on here so you can share what you know. But we'll talk to you again real soon with another great episode just like this one. We'll see you then.
1: Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.